Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. This has been good. It's been awesome. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> when I was little, my grandmother, um, when she lived with us for a little while, she'd wake up and she'd say everything three times. It was good morning, good morning, good morning. How do you do so? How do you do so? How do you do so? <laughs> Which is kind of a slang Spanish, I guess. But everything she said three times. So this has been good. Good, good, good. I don't know if y'all remember the list Chris had. I just want to tell you something awesome that he did today. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. <sighs> so announcements. Wait a minute, before we go into announcements. Uh, we had a birthday today, right? Monique. Monique. <laughs> She's 20 today, guys. Wish her happy birthday. I know she looks more like 21, but it's 20. <laughs> um, so announcements real quick. Um, we have, no, I was gonna say Fred, Craig. We have Craig coming this next Sunday. And yes, awesome. So be ready for that. Um, and again, Chris and I will not be here next Sunday. We'll <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was a delayed response. <laughs> uh, we will be in Austin. Our daughter's getting married. And yeah, fun times. That's going to be exciting. Um, also this weekend, HCA has workshops coming up. Is that right? Yeah. No. There we go. That's the one, what she said. <laughs> um, and then the weekend that we come back, we've got Dub for the weekend. He's going to be here from the 12th to the 14th. Fun times, guys. I think we're going to grow. We're going to expand our minds. Um, also, that amazing lady that was up here last Sunday that rocked our world, um, she's arranged for Children's Church to have a children's fagging workshop on the 28th of March. We're still, are we in March right now? Is it March? Tomorrow. We're still in February. Sorry. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> um, so yeah, so bring your kids. You're going to learn about flagging and all that good stuff, right? Yes. She's shaking her head, so I think it's right. Um, <laughs> this pause that I'm doing is uh, me just grabbing myself. Don't mind me. I'm trying to be comfortable up here right now. I'm trying to be cool about it. Everything I want to do is say, okay, we have Craig, three, seven, we have Craig, three, six plus seven HCA workshops, three, two, that's what I want to do. <laughs> but I'm trying to be cool, I'm trying to be cool. That's what Chris said, Raquel, you need to be cool. <sighs> We're at home and he gets a mic, he gets a hairbrush, he's like, look, you need to do it like this. 
So I'm trying to do it like Chris does, guys. It's not talking, I'm trying to read. <sighs> what else do I have here? Oh, yeah. Um, if you guys want to donate to breakfast, our amazing Miss Rodriguez has put a tab up there on our church app. You can just go donate to breakfast. That'll be great. Awesome John and Zoe and Roger, they pull stuff together. And it was tacos today. They had chorizo. All of you Mexican people, chorizo. I walked in. I was like, you guys are cooking my love language right now. <laughs> um, and then just tithe an offering. Please donate. Not donate. Invest into our church is what I'm trying to say. Um, what else? Am I missing something? I don't think so. Okay, kids, if you don't mind standing up. The basic is going to be the 23rd and 24th of April. Sozo. Sozo. Sozo basic. 23rd and, 20, 23rd and 24th of April. Yeah, because initially I thought it was the 3rd and 4th. Okay. I didn't know if it was a mix-up. Okay, gotcha. All right, we will, we will probably correct that on our slides when we get them. She doesn't have that up, but we'll get it up. <laughs> We're working on it. Kids, bless these kids. Go learn from this crazy lady. <laughs> and yeah, you're dismissed. Sorry, my bad. Oh, I just want to tell y'all, Chris is an amazing guy. <laughs> I did. I said it. I told you like it. Like Stop. Stop. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Five. Oh, yeah. Five more times. No. Maybe this was not a good idea. <laughs> um, one thing that um, we were, were talking about, we're trying to figure out. Um, so I know that a lot of us have been in Dub's uh, school, um, and we got some second-year people as well. But... A lot of us have done a lot of training, right? How many of you here have been to VSSM, right? We, we've had a lot of different training. We did our own here for a full year uh, from Dan McCullum stuff. Um, and so something that we want to try to put together when Dub comes in, like he's a workhorse, he'll, he'll do whatever. So we've been talking about uh, on maybe the Saturday, like actually having as prophetic training uh, that, that evening. So... How many of y'all would like that from, yeah, some prophetic training stuff from Dub? And uh, there's already going to be a ton of insight and revelation that he's going to drop, you know, the heavy revy, as we call it with Dub. Uh, so, uh, man, that's cool. So that gives us some insight. We're going we're gonna to try to work on that. And we're, we're talking about doing some stuff like what HCA does, possibly uh, in the beginning, open it up to some prophetic painting for individuals, some dream interpretation if you need that. Uh, some prophetic appointments. We're throwing a lot of that around and seeing what we can do with that. So we haven't officially talked to HDA about that, but we're we're going to. No, we were going to steal their ideas. Oh, my bad. Yeah. My bad. Yeah, and we would tell them they have to do it. Okay. Like how you tell me what yeah. to do. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Now I understand. I now you got it. Okay. Cool. Man, she's awesome, right? Yeah. Hey, I said it. Yeah, no, uh, man, it's, it's cool to um, see where Raquel has, has come to. Um, it's a long 
it's a long story. It's a, it's a lot to it, how, where, we've, where we've come from. And I'm just glad that uh, we're in this place. Um, it's a safe place to grow, amen? It's the beautiful thing about Core Church and just what God's been doing is um, that um, it's a safe place. People make mistakes, amen? And it's a safe place to grow and learn and press in and go deeper. That's why um, I know I saw some, some visitors, you know, um, there's, no, there's no rules to worship. There's no, no matter what other denominations or people may think, uh, there's actually no rule in the scripture uh, except to, to worship from your heart. And uh, some people, you'll see some people will sit here and, just, and they'll just sit there the whole time. And then you got all these crazy people like these couple here, man, they're just, they're just crazy. And they're, weird. they're real weird. They get way out there. And that's okay. We love weird. We do. <laughs> it's, it's okay because weird is normal. Yes. Um, but uh, please don't ever feel pressure. Man, we, we will never be that kind of a community that puts pressure on people. Are you going to dance? Are you going to flag? Are you going to yell? Are you going to... Uh, laugh. Oh man, don't ever, don't ever, if there's ever any of that here, please come and tell me. Somebody puts that pressure because then we'll need to take a step out that door right there and handle that the country boy, country boy way. But uh, anyway, uh, that's behind it. <laughs> yeah, John knows. You can ask John. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> man, no, really. Uh, you know, it, it's so beautiful. Today, Today there was, uh, I really felt uh, some different shiftings uh, during the worship today. And um, it's just so beautiful where we've come and how we've come out of that church culture and that church mentality. Amen. And, and um, we're not bound by the constraints of condemnation or shame or uh, do we believe in being holy? Yes, we do. Uh, but that doesn't mean that we have to tuck our shirts in. And it doesn't mean that, oh, my God, they can see my white undershirt underneath. It doesn't mean that that's wrong. It doesn't mean that, you know, we have to say brother or sister. It doesn't mean that, um, like in the sanctuary in here, uh, I mean, look, you know why we don't want food and stuff in the sanctuary? I mean, we do allow it, but the reason we don't is because it makes a mess, not because it, it desanctifies the, the, the inner court. <laughs> you remember you remember that that kind of thinking right where you know the only thing you know the only thing in this place right here that's sanctified you know what it is the only thing in here sanctified is you that's it man and we get so wrapped up on on we used to get so wrapped up on those things i'm so grateful to the father that that he's broken us free from that junk and so uh, if you're visiting with us, uh, you know, at core, we're just about having an encounter. We're not about having a church service. Uh, we just want to have an encounter with the father, whatever that looks like. And it's different every time. Amen. Um, so a couple of things, um, ma'am, were you here Friday night at the HCA? You were, is your name Josephine? No. Um, do you, you had like a, like a, brown plaid kind of, was that you? Yeah? So, um, Zoe doesn't let us go give, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. 
Uh, there was a moment, um, can, can I just share what I saw with you, if that's okay? Um, uh, there was a moment where during the worship, I was sitting in the back with Gregory working, helping with sound and stuff, and just for a moment, they were just worshiping. And, and I saw you, and I thought for sure your name was Josephine or something like that, uh, because I saw you uh, like, like with the coat of many colors. And the amount of love that Father sees for you and, and wants to impart in you, uh, impart into you is just mind-blowing. Like there's a, I saw like there's a new level of that coming for your understanding. It's not that it's not coming because it's, it's getting to a new level. It's about your ability to understand your capacity to step into that love that he has for you because he loves you that much. And I, it was just really cool. It was a real quick moment. I was I, I, I was gonna try to catch you, uh, and uh, but John and I were having a deal with with uh, with something, and uh, so I just want to encourage you with that. I, I hope that that makes some sense, uh, or not. It, you know, I don't mean to embarrass you, at all. Awesome. Um, it was good Friday night. Yeah, it was good stuff. Um, it was really powerful. Uh, there was just a lot of a lot of encounter going on, and. Um, you know, John and I had to deal with some stuff that was not, uh, um, it, it was uh, to be eye-opening is really what it needed to be uh, with someone. It was, it was really good. We got to watch Holy Spirit, you know, kind of help him and I um, bounce scriptures and try to help someone see something. And John made a comment that, well, it was really Holy Spirit just given him this and it was so powerful and he said he said to this person he said um that's not the greater truth and that's a very powerful statement because have any have any anybody ever believed something that turned out to not be true and you knew that 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 you knew times 50 that it was true right um belief is the thing that uh it belief is um the acceptance of something even without verifiable facts. But truth is reality. Or it's actually, if you look up the word truth, there's a, there's a definition that is really cool. And it says, it is, truth is that which agrees with final reality. It's beautiful, right? And so when John dropped this quote, I was like, oh, snap, I want to I go write some stuff down real quick. Leave this conversation. Hey, John, I'm going to leave you. I'm going to go write some stuff down. And so the, uh, the, the thing that we've kind of been going through here as a church in the past few weeks uh, is about the, the kingdom citizenship. Um, Jesus, he, we're not about the gospel. We're actually about the kingdom. Is that true? Go, go look up what, he, what Jesus said. You don't even have to take my word. That's another church culture thing. It's all about, it's the gospel. Man, the good news is the good news. Uh, every now and then, ABC has some, some good news. Every once in a while. Every once, it's like 10 years now. But the, the good news is the good news, but the kingdom is the reality of the good news. And so we're, we're kind of, this morning, what I really wanted to do was just, just share with you a couple of things that, that, that Dad really highlighted with me uh, in preparation for the next two weekends. Because, as y'all know, Craig, she mentioned Craig Ferris is coming. Craig is, in my opinion, and many others that are world known, uh, Craig is... is uh, He's one of the most accurate 
prophetic voices in our time today. I mean, accurate. And he doesn't like that we say that, but if you see this, Craig, that's too bad. Get over it. No, <laughs> Craig's a really good friend of mine. And um, he is amazing. He really is. And I, the thing about Craig, too, is that when he, when he begins to impart with you, whether that's through a prophetic word or just being around you, uh, things start to shift. And it's really cool. And I believe that next Sunday um, you're going to see a major shift in your own life. Not that you're wrong in anything, but I think there's a massive upgrade coming to Core Church. I, I believe he's going to unlock. I don't even know what he's going to share or talk about, uh, but I believe that he's bringing a key to unlock something. And so this morning, I wanted to kind of wrap up where I've been talking about kingdom citizenship, but in preparation for what uh, Craig is going to bring, and then in preparation for the following weekend, you know, to have Dub here. We'll have him here Friday night, Saturday evening, and then Sunday morning. And... Um, uh, you know, you can't say enough about Dub and his teaching. And um, he's a, he's a world-known speaker, and, and I can give all this kind of hype, and many of you know him, but we're not going to charge, you know, for this conference-type thing. So invite as many people as you can uh, just so that they can come and have the impartation that he brings. But I want to share some things this morning in preparation for even those two weekends so that my, my hope is that today that we together can unlock some mysteries, some, some open the gateway this morning so that it's a free flowing river all the way to us for the next two weekends. Does that make sense? Um, well, y'all didn't sound very convinced. Okay. All right. That's all right. All right. That's all right. All right. So turn with me, if you would, to the book of Ephesians. We're going to look at some very uh, familiar passages um, but, um, we're going to call these scriptures out today to unlock some things in our life. He's good. Amen. Yeah. All right. Ephesians chapter three. Let me know when you get there and I'm going to jump around a little bit. Do, 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 do. All right, so this is a very well-known passage. We've, man, we have, we have toured these scriptures up in this place like a lot. Uh, oh, I didn't see people are online. Hey, it's good to have everybody. Um, man, we got some awesome people watching with us online today. Um, oh, that reminds me. So uh, Josiah let me know that, um, uh, you know how before you would look online for, uh, on YouTube for Core Church and you'd always pull up the one in L.A.? So actually now, uh, uh, if, you, if you type in Core Church, um, Conroe, or Texas, or whatever, it, it pulls us up now. We've, we've, had, we've had that much traction on the algorithm. <laughs> I'm learning. We've had so much traction on that that it's starting to pull us up now. So thank you for watching and, and continue to watch and let them play uh, because that's getting you out there and what you're doing. Amen? It's good stuff. And by the way, his lovely other half is back there in the corner, Cindy. Y'all remember Cindy? Yeah. She, uh, she's a social media genius who helped us get on track. And uh, she's awesome. But 
Ephesians 3. Um, so let's... Um, uh, this is Paul. Paul is writing this letter to this region uh, where the, the church was going amazing. Uh, there was so much going on. Uh, they really were a, a, a church of, you know, it started out non-Jews. This was this was the one of the centers of the Asia Minor there for the Roman Empire. Uh, it was a major port. There was uh, the temple of uh, Diana or Artemis. There was a lot of black magic stuff, sorcery stuff that was going on. And these people were, were getting saved out of that. And they were Greeks and Romans, you know. So they had a little bit different way of thinking. But um, it's beautiful that Paul is, is making this, um, this understanding laid out about it. And he's talking about the mystery of the church, okay? Um, so let's look at... Um, Man, I wanted to start and give a. Let's let's start at verse seven. Um, he says here that uh, I have been made a messenger of this wonderful news. He's talking about. Um, I'll tell you what. Let's back up just for context. Go to verse five. Sorry about that. And I'm going to read out of the Passion first of all. Um, verse five. He says there has never been a generation that has been given the detailed understanding of his glorious and divine mystery until now. Did you catch what he's saying there? He's telling them there's never been a generation that has had the understanding or the enlightenment that you have. And what made that possible was the death of his son and the coming of the Holy Spirit. Uh, Jesus, Jesus didn't come... Um, just to give us that fancy word of salvation to fulfill that word sozo. He didn't come just to do that. He came and gave back the authority that we gave away. And with that authority, there is an in just a, a plethora of, of benefits that you and I have. Number one, keep in mind this morning that we're talking about being a kingdom citizen, right? Um, um, you know, I love it when people are so patriotic, man. I love it. I mean, I, I don't think storming the Capitol is the right thing to do. That's just dumb. But so watch. If we ask Miss Angela over here who we love so much. So it's Dominica. Yeah, it's Dominica only. Yes. Do you know there's a, there's a nation, there's an island, Dominica Republic, and then there's just Dominica. If you get it wrong... She will change the atmosphere around you in a heartbeat. Yeah. She'll change that atmosphere around you. She will tell you in a heartbeat, I am not from that island. I'm from my island, pasta. That atmosphere shifts real quick. I remember when my, my grandma used to get the belt, and you could hear it coming off the thing. That atmosphere changes. So when you get the island wrong, start, start getting flashbacks. She's proud of her heritage, right? Right? I'm, 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 I'm proud to be an American. I am. And it's so cool that we have this heritage, this understanding. And I know there's a lot of ugliness going on in our world right now. Uh, but, you know, that's just darkness waiting for light to invade. In other words, it's waiting for you to show up because you are not the problem. You are the solution, right? Yeah. 
Amen. And so the darkness of the world is waiting for you to show up. Why? Because you are the light. You're the light of God. You're the light of the world because you are a citizen of the kingdom. That's who you are. And that opens a world, a, a complete new world of opportunity for you and I. And that started with his son having to come and pay the price. He had to come in the flesh to defeat the flesh. He had to come in the flesh, go down and die. He had to be part of death so he could beat it up. Man. See, I got a big amen. Wow. Yeah. Them angels are cheering me on. I got it, guys. I got it. Thank you. So let's, let's look at what he says. Um, uh, the, the, mis- the divine glorious mystery... Um, It had never been opened up to the people of God the way that it was now. The way that when Christ came, when Holy Spirit comes, we were were trying to tell this person, man, they were just so intent on beating themselves up. They were so stuck in church culture. He, you know, they kept talking about, um, and I'm I'm paraphrasing real quick, talking about uh, just the negative, I'm this, I'm so bad, I, I mess up, I know he's looking at me and doing this stuff. Like, man. No, that's the wrong truth, man. You've been, you've been, he, he came, he kept talking about his flesh, right? Well, you know, the book of Romans says 47 times that your flesh is dead. Yeah. I like Chris Valentin, man. Dead, 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 dead. Times three or times four plus seven dead. (laughs) And so he did all that and it opened up the world of being a kingdom citizen to every person that comes to the revelation, to the understanding, to the knowledge that, man, that's my dad up there, and he loves me. Yes? Man, sorry, I'm getting sidetracked. So, whew, um, it says, um, verse 5, he kept it a secret, talking about the mysteries, right? He kept it a secret until now, until this generation, and God is revealing it only now, to his sacred apostles and prophets by the Holy Spirit. And here is the secret. The gospel of grace has been made or has made you, the non-Jewish believers, into co-heirs of his promise through your union with him. And you now have become members of his body, one with the anointed one. You got to think. You're one, right? Because you're a kingdom citizen. And he mentions that non-Jewish because he's writing a letter to non-Jews. It's not, a, it's not any other thing. It's just he's, he's writing it to that church that was made up of non-Jewish peoples. That's the only reason he, he drops that in there, right? And, uh, and he goes on. It's beautiful, man. You're made been one. You've been made one, right? And so with that being said, what, what I want to challenge us today as kingdom citizens is to begin to, to begin to say, okay, okay, Lord, open up my mind, open up my understanding to, to the spiritual realities. Yes. See, there's spiritual truth and then there's earthly truth and spiritual truth trumps because it's what agrees with reality. Oh, I'm sick you can be healed. The earthly truth may be that, yeah, you're sick. You may, you're, you're one of your um, bodily systems may be infected with something, right? You may have a cold and your respiratory system is off, you know, it's off. But the reality is 
that you and I as kingdom citizens have the authority and the power to say, hey, dad, heal it, please, in Jesus' name. And it can happen instantly. Amen? Because that's the greater truth. It's the reality. Amen? Because we're kingdom citizens. So, Lord, open our, open our understanding up uh, this morning, Father. Um, verse 7, I have been made, Paul says, I've been made a messenger of, his, of this wonderful news by the gift of grace that works through me. Mm. You need to realize that it's not God working. It's him working through you. You get that? There's none of this, well, what you going to do, Dad? You remember the end of uh, the Jungle Book, the old one? Hey, what you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? You remember that old cartoon? Man, I'm showing my age. It's one of the greatest cartoons ever made. It's time to stop wondering what is God going to do and what does he want to and start to say, what does he want to do through me? Because that's the spiritual reality that you walk in. The dimension here on earth is overridden and overpowered by the dimension that you and I actually live in. And it's time to open up because that mystery has been revealed to us. Now, am I talking just weird Ooh, that, you know, we need to stand on the altar, spin around and spit BBs out of our or something, you know, like. Do, do we need? No, I'm not talking about being. I mean, if that's what you do, that's what you do. There's no judgment here. <laughs> I'm talking about being in the line at Chipotle and the guy behind the counter is having the worst attitude in the world. You've been there? You know that Chipotle? Where that dude is just, he ain't having it? <laughs> Tell him light sour cream and he... <laughs> so, so, I mean, you've been there, right? Or praise God that you get to go down to the tax office or some other governmental entity. Ooh, Shandai. You want to walk in there and you want to start, you want to get the oil, man, and you want to go old school. Shandai, you want to start, man, you want to start casting everything out. But you know what, it, what really, what, what being a kingdom citizen is, is standing in that moment and giving them the kindness of the Father because they don't have it. You know better. You, so not in a class way, but you are better. Not that you're a better class, you're better because you're no longer walking according to the course of this world, to the prince of the power of the air, led like the sons of disobedience. You're no longer that person. You've seen the light. Ooh. You're a kingdom citizen, amen? amen? And so it's what we're talking about this morning. The mystery that was revealed is the opening up of you being able to understand being a kingdom citizen. You and I, sorry. So real quick, sorry. Do, do, do. Verse 7 again. I have been made a messenger of this wonderful news by the gift of grace that works through me. Everybody say, through me. through me. 
even though I am the least significant of all his holy believers, this grace gift was imparted when the manifestation of his power came upon me. Woo, that's good stuff, man. See, you get that when the revelation comes, not when you walk down the aisle and, and they, you know, can I have another stanza? Just as I am without one plea. Or the old rugged cross one. I've been picking on that song a lot lately. That used to be one of my favorite songs. I mean no disrespect. If you're a, if you're a hymn carrier, no disrespect. But in that, he talks about a wretched worm that I am. Man, I ain't no wretched worm anymore. I'm a kingdom citizen now, right? But I'm not talking just walking down and checking the box on the card and turning it in. And you get your Schofield Study Bible and... I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about when you come to the revelation, when you come to the moment where you say, man, he died for me so that I could be back with my father. When you come, that's, that's the moment that salvation happens. It didn't work. There it is. <laughs> that's the moment that you get saved. When you step into that knowledge, that understanding, that's what he's talking about. That when that power manif it, it manifested in his life, when that power came upon him, he says, grace alone empowers me so that I can boldly preach this wonderful message to non-Jewish people, sharing with them the unfading, inexhaustible riches of Christ, which are beyond comprehension. Paul was afraid to speak. He, he it says right here, he was the least qualified, right? He didn't have that confidence, but when he's now part of his calling and gifting is that he can stand there and he can share. His calling was to go to the non-Jewish people, to the, the Gentiles. And he was able to do that because the spiritual reality upon him was that grace empowered him. He understood he was a kingdom citizen, right? See, I'm not, I don't want to do that. I'm afraid to do that. That's not my strength. But when I am weak... He is, oh man, come on. Yeah. See, y'all think Raquel's telling the truth when she gets up here and says that I give her the lid. Y'all think all that's true. That's not true. I've been telling her, you can do it, babe. You can do it. She's lying over there now. Watch out. Never mind. I've been telling her because she's powerful. And all of y'all know it. She starts to go, and it's like, dang, man, that's my woman. <laughs> all for truth. I'm telling the truth. But it was all about her stepping into the grace gift that he's given her, just like you. Oh, man, that ought to get a big amen. You're thinking? That's powerful because you all have a grace gift, more than one. You all have the mind of Christ. That's why you're solutionaries, according to Drew Neal. There's no problem that you and I don't have the answer for, no matter what it is. Listen, we were, us guys were talking the other day, we're talking about cryptocurrency and, and um, uh, stocks, right, in the stock market. And we're talking about, I'm a, Raquel and I own our own business, and it's, a, it's, a, it's not a small business anymore, it's, it's grown. 
and the upcoming tax changes that this new administration want to do, it's a little nerve-wracking. It's a little scary because it is, it's, it's unfathomable. It, it, it is really bad. It will hurt what we're trying to do with our employees. That's, that's, not, a, that's not a political statement. That's just the truth. <laughs> and, but you know what? See, I don't believe, I think I said this before, I don't believe we have a Republican problem or a Democrat problem. We have a heart problem. And there's no problem that you and I cannot have the answer for because we have the mind of Christ. We have full access as kingdom citizens to the full power and authority and knowledge of the entire kingdom realm of our Father. Man, is that not cool or what? Sometimes it's the fact that I, maybe it's not the right timing. Sometimes it's the fact that maybe I'm getting off track in my thinking or in my trying to do things. And maybe, I don't know, sometimes it's just, it just doesn't work. The enemy fights against us, amen? You know, and, and it's all about trying to find, be the kingdom citizen and walk in the knowledge that I have the mind of Christ. Man, Father, what do you want to do? How do you? And on and on and on. See, Paul didn't come and say, he didn't come and say, I am the one with the message. Shakalaka. He didn't do that. You know what Paul did? Paul went over there, started living with these people and started making tents for them. And then he went in and he started going to the synagogue and just being life, just doing life. Man, we're not meant to go in with a big King James Apocrypha Catholic Bible and start swinging and hitting people. We're meant to walk in with the love and the heart of the Father because we're kingdom citizens, man. We're meant to come in and when Chipotle guy slaps all that stinking sour cream on my tacos, I'm not supposed to flip out and give me another taco, you know? Come on, you know what I'm talking about? Hey, brother, it's all good, man. He actually, he saw me. I looked, went, ooh. And he goes, oh, man, is that too much? And I said, man, bro, don't worry about it. it it's all good. It, it, it's okay. I'll I, I lead it. It's all good. You know what he did? I saw it. I saw it like that. Because I shared kindness. Oh, I could have been a jerk. I'm paying for my tacos. I don't want no extra sour cream on the sides. Give me some new time. That's not what I, oh man, I could do that. I totally could have done that, right? But I saw it, Angela. I saw this shift when I said, hey man, it's all good, bro. Don't worry about it. I'll eat it. It's okay. And no, man, I'm not going to do that to you. I'll be right back. When it got me new tacos, man. Yes. See, some people will mock that and say that's not Christianity, but that, that is not, yeah, maybe not Christianity, but that's the heart of the Father moving. I'm not trying to lift up what I did. I'm just trying to give an example. You and I are meant to walk in the reality of the Spirit of our God, in the reality of being a kingdom citizen. What does that look like in your everyday life? That's the whole point. What, that, that's what the mystery unlocked is. Does that make, am I making sense this morning? Are y'all with me? Yeah? Ryan, you good? All right, man. I got to make sure. John, you good? Yeah. <laughs> I'm all right. 
All right. Whoo, man. This scripture is so powerful. Amen. Verse 9, he says, My passion is to enlighten every person to his divine mystery, or to this divine mystery. That's what being a kingdom citizen is. You know what's so cool? You're meant to enlighten every person around you in your family, at your job, your neighborhood, uh, on and on and on to the divine mystery. That's your responsibility as a kingdom citizen. But that's also his responsibility to you and I is to enlighten us to the divine mystery. Amen? So good. Um, It was hidden for ages past until now and kept a secret in the heart of God, the creator of all. The purpose of this was to unveil before every throne and rank of angelic orders in the heavenly realm God's full and diverse wisdom revealed through the church. Now, there's that word again, church. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. That word is ecclesia. And it doesn't mean what you and I think in the times past what church has been, you know. Like right now, there's tons of them meeting around, and they think it's just come together, you know, three songs, maybe clap your hands, uh, turn in your tithe, and then 20 minutes, three stanzas of just as I am, and away we go. That's not church. That's not what this word means. This word is ecclesia. It means a gathering of a governmental um, mindset to determine the outcomes for our cities. See, you and I, we are full on meant to not be a church of what America says church is. We're meant to be the ecclesia, the, the people that come together. How can we, how can we turn our city around? You know, and I know we got some guests here. Hey, Conroe's our city first. And then we're going to get to Woodlands. We might reach up into Willis, hopefully. I don't know. They're little. Just kidding. We love you, Willis. We want to see Conroe become the city of America. We, we, we love, we, we, we are not trying to be Bethel. We're not trying to do that at all. We love what Bethel has done for Redding, California. And we don't want to do something for recognition. We just want to see Conroe become the city of America where it's known for peace, where it's known for prosperity, where it's known for family rejuvenation. We want to see Conroe become the place that people come here and they don't even know why, but their families just instantly step up in their caliber. We want to see so many Things happen in Conroe for nothing but good. And so that's why we are the Ecclesia. We come together. We've got some things we're going to work on this year that, that we want to push into. Like, how can, we, how can we reach the city of Conroe? It's been a, a year and a half or a year and two months of us building the foundation. That's what CORE is right now. We're, we're building the foundation. Amen. I believe this year is the year we're going to get to take off. I actually got to, I, I, I want to um, um, find a way um, for us to get involved um, or at least help out in some form or fashion with our police department, right? Um, I actually was on a, on a Zoom meeting the other day with Dan Crenshaw. Or he's the state representative just south of us here. Um, actually where our business is. That's why I was on the call. It was a business uh, deal. And um, he's there. And I, 
I don't know. I, I, I asked the Lord about making that connection, and then I got an email. <laughs> it's so cool, man. Isn't that cool? So we want to see Conroe change. So sorry, Raquel's looking at me funny. I got off track. So let's look at verse 10 one more time. The purpose of this was to unveil before every throne and rank of angelic orders in the heavenly realm God's full and diverse wisdom revealed through the church. The purpose of the, him holding on and then releasing, unveiling the mystery was so that it could be set up at a time where, look at this, what he says, to unveil before every throne and rank of angelic order in the heavenly realm. You know why that's so important? Why he brings it up that it's about the heavenly and angelic realm? Is because you and I are kingdom citizens. We're not just citizens of the greatest state in the entire world of Texas. America, whatever it is, Texas. Our citizenship is above, and it was God's plan to declare to every realm, every throne, every principality, every demonic force, every angelic force, hey guys, these are my people here. These are my sons and my daughters. Watch this. And boom, here we go. Whole nother teaching. I would love to sit down and talk with you if, uh, if, you, if you think uh, talking about angels is kind of goofy. Um, they are uh, full on a, uh, a part of the kingdom. And you and I are meant to interact with them. They are meant to interact with us. They are meant to minister to us and for us to help. They're even meant to keep you from stubbing your toe. Go read Psalm 91. Hey, I hold that literal. That's what it says. And he announces it to all of them. You know, why would he need to announce that to heaven, you know, his angels? I think so that they can stand back and say, oh, snap, it's on now. Let's see. What are they going to do? Let's jump in. Where can we jump in? Somebody call us into action. Come on. You remember we used to pray a long time ago in our church culture when somebody traveling angels. Y'all remember that one? <laughs> man, put traveling angels around the tires, Lord. Man, we were real out there. Oh, man. But I do believe, kingdom citizens, we have that spiritual reality of calling on all access of heaven. That's a whole other teaching that we don't have time to go on. Man, my notes disappeared here. All right. Um, the notes say Luby is about to close. We better hurry. <laughs> um, and it, uh, verse 11, this perfectly wise plan was destined from eternal ages and fulfilled completely in our Lord Jesus Christ so that now we have boldness through him. And look at this, free access as kings. Amen. Amen. Before the Father, because of our complete confidence in Christ's faithfulness. And he says in verse 13, my dear friends, I pray that you will remain strong and not be discouraged or ashamed by all that I suffer on your behalf, for it is all for your glory. But here's where I really wanted to get to was verse 14. He says, so I kneel humbly and all before the father of our Lord Jesus, the Messiah, the perfect father of every father and child in heaven and on earth. Verse 16, and I pray that he would unveil within you the unlimited riches of his glory 
and favor until supernatural strength floods your innermost being with his divine might and explosive power. Paul prayed this for the church of Ephesus, but this is the written word of God meant for every son and every daughter. You know what? It's even meant for those that haven't had the revelation of understanding yet. We used to think that only John 3.16 was for those lost people. I'm sorry, but that's dumb. And I used to think that way. The reality is that those people that they're not lost. I mean, I understand that terminology, but you know, really what it is, is they just don't know yet. They just don't know. They're all still his sons and his daughters. They just don't know it yet. And it's our responsibility to walk in this so that we share that so that they come in with us. Does that make sense? And so this scripture, let's, let's break this down. He, he says in verse 16, I pray that he, that's God, would unveil within you. So right away, what does that tell me? That tells me there's more in me than I see. That tells me there's more in me that I don't quite know yet. That tells me there's more to come. There's more to do. There's more to, there's more to me than meets the eye or the understanding. There's more to me than my understanding, but not his. Look, church, think about this. Man, I'm with you. Gregory, I'm, can you lower that air condition? Man, I am, I am pouring down. If y'all get cold, that's just too bad. I'm just kidding. Y'all want to stand up and do some jumping jacks real quick? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Are y'all cold? You are Goodness. Uh. Okay, just five minutes. Five minutes and then we'll turn it back. I'm sorry. Uh. John. Okay, bring it back. <laughs> Listen, look at this. He prays that God would unveil within you. So, see, he knows the more that's there. And you and I just simply haven't seen that other part yet. Does that make sense? There's more to you than meets the eye. There's more to you than meets your understanding. There's more to you than you have currently stepped into or what you currently walk out. Now, that's not just a, oh, feel good, let me encourage you, let me prophesy and encourage you. That's not just that. No, this is the reality of being a kingdom citizen, that you have the understanding opened up into your life that now he can begin to unveil what else is within you. How does that happen? I believe as we step into that place that more revelation comes, more understanding but I believe next week when Craig gets here that there's going to be some massive keys that are going to be dropped because all this week now you're going to be preparing for that. All this week, I believe you and I are going to be like, okay, Lord, because we're going to be praying for you guys that you get your minds completely blown off. 
And so all week, man, Lord, man, unlock some stuff in me. Look, look, at, look, look at this church. Look, listen what he says here. He says that he prays that God would unveil within you the unlimited riches. Like that's an extremely mind-blowing statement for me. That within me, there's still more to go. And even, even then, it's unlimited. So that means I'm never going to get to the end of it. Like he's going to unveil something and then I'm going to get to a point and he's going to get to unveil something else. And then he's going to get to an, I'm going to get to another point where I'm ready for some more. And he's going to. I don't know about y'all, but that really excites me. Um, so the unlimited riches and what are those riches of? Is it Bitcoin? Not exactly. Um, it is simply the unlimited riches of his glory. And his favor, and look at that, the, his favor and his glory. It's unlimited riches of that. Like that's, there's more of that within us that he's trying to unlock and pull out, right? And the spiritual reality is that it's truth. Because you and I will sit here and it won't take long. If we disconnect from our community just a little bit, oh, we'll start feeling real bad about ourselves. Oh, man, right? Next thing you know, we start walking down in the dumps and oh, 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 look like snooping. We got to stay connected because he's trying to unveil the unlimited riches of his glory and his favor. Oh, man. See, it's not just Mary who was highly favored. Oh, no. You, okay, Angel, do, do y'all know that you're highly favored? Yes. You're highly. Yes, that too. You are. <laughs> I love you, Roger. Um. He says he's praying for that unveiling to happen until supernatural strength floods your innermost being with his divine might and his explosive power. Man, is that not beautiful? Look what he says. Look what he says here. Divine might, explosive power. Um, well, actually, I, I'm sorry. I, let me get my, I'm getting off my notes there. Sorry. I wanted to stop right there with that. Um, this passage is meant for you and I to live in the knowledge of the spiritual reality that there is more in us than what we're walking in. There's more in you waiting to be unveiled. You know what's crazy about that? It ain't something you got to get. It ain't something you got to work on. It ain't something you got to work up. Oh, I got to, I got to keep studying until I get to this, you know? Man, there's so much church culture stuff. <laughs> you just need to step into the unveiling process. That's it, church. How do you do that? Raquel has this statement that she says, um, how many of y'all seen that movie, The Help? Y'all seen that movie, The Help? Man, we love that movie. You know that part in there where she's telling, she's telling the, the, the ditzy blonde girl about Crisco? You got a squeaky door, you put Crisco. 
your husband's scaly feet, you put Crisco. And this and that, you put Crisco and Crisco, right? You remember that part of that movie? Raquel says, you're feeling down, you worship. Something doesn't seem like seem right, you worship. You feel like you need more, you worship. Worship, worship, worship. That's what she says. I told him you said it. All right. And that's the first reality in the spirit nature, the spirit realm of our nature. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. You enter in with him through thanksgiving, through worship. I believe the unveiling process starts to unfold as you and I step into the worship of the Father. As we step, we just step there and then he begins to talk and you listen or you're walking by and like what happened Friday night when I saw you, it was just a quick picture and I was like, oh snap, this is cool, man. What does it mean? And he begins to talk. Why? Because I, I stepped into something, right? Anyway, um, so turn with me real quick uh, to the book of First Corinthians When you get there, give me an amen, and we're going we're gonna to wrap this up right here real quick. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. This is, um, man, really go back and kind of read this just to get some context. Verse, uh, chapter 1 through 2, it's, it's really, really powerful. Um, I'm going to start in, in, in verse 1, and just for the... For the sake of time, there's a lot of points I wanted to drop in here uh, and read a couple different versions, but I'm just going to read from the Passion and um, uh, down to this one part. He says, uh, Paul's writing again, My brothers and sisters, when I first came to proclaim to you the secrets of God, I refused to come as an expert trying to impress you with my eloquent speech and lofty wisdom. Verse 2, for while I was with you, I was determined to be consumed with one topic, Jesus, the crucified Messiah. I stood before you feeling inadequate, filled with the reverence for God and trembling under the sense of the importance of my life, of my words. Um, the message I preached and how I preached it was not an attempt to sway you with persuasive arguments, but to Prove to you the almighty power of God's Holy Spirit. For God intended that your faith not be established on man's wisdom, but by trusting in his almighty power. How does he, how does he move? Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. So beautiful. Verse 6, however, there is a wisdom that we continually speak of when we are among the spiritual mature. It's wisdom that didn't originate in this present age, nor did it come from the rulers of this age who are in the process of being dethroned. It's powerful. So this, there's so much here in the original Greek and Aramaic of this verse 6, um, that word spiritually mature it means perfection, but here's the thing. This is something me and John were trying to, or John and I were trying to explain on Friday night. Um, you and I are already perfect. Did you know that? 
You're perfect. Your standing, your position, your nature as a son or a daughter is in pure perfection because you have been um, the the understanding of becoming a son or daughter of God, the being saved. When you step into that understanding, your your nature, your position as a son or a daughter, your identity is perfect. You're a son. You're a daughter. Period. Are there still some old issues to work through and layers of course of this life that you have to let dad do his work on? Absolutely. Raquel will tell you, I got a bunch of those that he's trying to work on. (laughs) But he's speaking about you because spiritually you've stepped into that place as a kingdom citizen. Man, that's powerful, powerful, powerful stuff, y'all. You're a kingdom citizen. He looks at you as a perfect finished work after Calvary. Does that make sense? Are y'all with me? Um, Verse 7. Instead, we continually speak of this wonderful wisdom that comes from God, hidden before now in a mystery. There's that word again. It is his secret plan (laughs) destined before the ages to bring us into glory. (gasps) We're supposed to have glory? Yes, you are. Sorry, all my Baptocostal friends. All my church culture friends. Yes, you are meant to walk in the glory of God. Me and John were just, John was, we were talking about that this morning. Anyway, let me go on because I, I don't, I didn't want to hold y'all this long. Um, there's a whole lot more here, but um, verse eight, none of the rulers of this present world, uh, world order understood it for if they had, they never would have crucified the Lord of shining glory. This is why the scripture says, Uh, Things never discovered or heard of before, things beyond our ability to imagine, things, uh, many things God has in store for all his lovers. You a lover of God? Amen. Verse 10, but God now unveils these profound realities to us by his spirit. Yes, he has revealed to us his inmost heart and deepest mysteries through the Holy Spirit who constantly explores all things. See, the kingdom reality is that it never ends for you and I. Kingdom reality is that we have the revelation, the unveiling of the Father's heart. Look at what we just read. I mean, this is, this is so crazy. He says, but now, verse 10, uh, uh, now, but God now unveils these profound realities. Remember he was just talking about wisdom? Yes, we just read about wisdom and we learned about that. We read about the mystery. Oh, he unveils those profound realities that deal with wisdom, that deal with the spirit of God, that deal, <clears throat> excuse me, with the mystery of God. He unveils those to us by his spirit. Yes, he has revealed to us his, look at this, his inmost heart and deepest mysteries through the Holy Spirit who constantly explores all things. He goes on. There's so much more there. I'm going to stop there. You know what? I want to read that just exactly right because I'm about to mess it up. He's revealed to us his inmost heart 
and deepest mysteries through the Holy Spirit who constantly explores all things. God never sleeps. He never stops. We learned that in the Waymaker song. Never stops working. But that's a reality that you and I step into. So church, this morning, I wanted to share these scriptures with you so that we have a, I'm, I'm probably going to let that culminate our, our, our study we've been doing on kingdom citizenship because there's some other things I want to move into. Um, but I wanted to end with this so that we are prepared for what Craig brings, brings and for what Dub brings because it's going gonna, it's gonna to take us to a new place. There will be some unveiling that happens at core church as a whole. And I can't wait. So this morning, my, my, my heart cry for starting with me is that I would be aware of the spiritual reality around me so that I can step into what he wants to unveil through me. Because it's just a cycle. We give our worship, we give our heart, and he just funnels his right through us. Man, isn't that beautiful? Centrifugal force, I love it. <laughs> it just goes right around. I love it. Man, would you stand with me this morning? I know, um, I know Luby's is going to close. Man, I'm a little blown away this morning just by reading. Are y'all, are y'all good? Does this make some sense? Man, I, I hope that this bears witness with your spirit on another level. Like, I just pray that this week that we would be aware. That, that's my heart cries, that I would be aware of the realities around me that he wants to unveil through me. Yeah. Can we just take a minute and, um, again, there's no rules. You can close your eyes. You can, I just want to ask you to ask a question because we just read that he doesn't stop, that he's constantly exploring all things. We also read that he <laughs> is unveiling within us, and so that means that he's exploring all things that need to be unveiled in my heart and in my mind. So let that sink in for a second. Let that sink in. And Holy Spirit, just set us on the path for unveiling. Set us on that path, Lord. Yeah. Jim, could you come up here? Come on, Pops. This is my pops right here. 
Can you can you hop up here? You need. <laughs> can you? Um, I feel like you're supposed to release something over us about what I'm. There's something that I, I, I'm trying to say and I can't get the words, but I felt like you got them. So are you good with that? All right, have at it. While we were worshiping this morning and singing about the rain coming, we were asking the Lord to release rain and to fill us. I felt like the Lord was saying to me that we're like a field, and the scripture tells us that too. Each of us is a field, and God's been plowing the hard soil up. He's softening it. I, I, I grew up on a farm and my dad would go out and plow the field, and then he'd take a, a disc, and he would disc it over, and that chopped up the, the, uh, the clogs of dirt. And then he would plant seeds. And then the rains would come, and the seeds would sprout and grow into whatever he was planting. I felt like the Lord was saying this morning, I've broken up the hard soil, I've softened it, I've planted it, and the fruit is coming forth. God's fruit, fruit is coming forth in you now. Now, fruit isn't for your own consumption. Fruit isn't, your fruit isn't for me to consume. Our fruit is for the world to consume. But unless we go out there and rub shoulders with people with the attitude that Pastor Chris has been praying, that we're, we're atmosphere changers. We are atmosphere changers. And we're going to change it for the good, or we're going to change it for the bad. I have a problem changing it for the bad, especially when I'm driving. <laughs> I had two situations this morning. Why do you go so slow to make that turn? Get off the road. You know, you know what I'm talking about. That's not the right atmosphere. And I know that after the fact. But that's where we are right now. God has put so much as you're talking about being the, the glory of God being revealed in us. Why? Because he lives in us. It's his glory that we're filled with. It's his knowledge, his wisdom that we have in us. And we need it unveiled first here so that we know what he wants to be doing with us. I love that when you said uh, we're not supposed to be out there on our own doing it. We're with him. And let me say this. Don't ask him to do what you're doing. Because that might be wrong. Ask him to show you what he wants you to do with him. And we'll always be right. Amen. Amen. Can you just pray for us? Yeah, I'd like to do that. Thank you. Uh, I saw something as we were worshiping. Lay hands on the person next to you. Get next to somebody you can lay hands on. Father, as we lay hands on one another, I'm asking that you will release more understanding of what you are in us mm. and what you want to be yeah. through us, Lord. Yeah, man, that's good. We want more of you. We've sung this. We've prayed this. It's a deep urge in our hearts, Lord. Yeah. So as we lay hands on one another, we just release that. We release it from your heart into our hearts. Yeah. And we thank you. Lord, I thank you that you have counted us worthy thank you, Lord. to die on the cross thank for you, us. Yes. We need to stop saying we're not worthy. Come on. Lord, thank you that you counted us worthy yeah. 
to die on the cross, to give us salvation, sozo, yes. new life in exchange for the old. Thank you, Father. And thank you, Lord, that you've taken the old out and it's been crucified, it's dead. Yes. And that you're revealing the new life day by day, incident by incident, failure by failure, but growth by growth. Yeah. Holy Spirit, continue to show us yeah. all that you've put in us and all that you want to do in and through us. Thank you, Father. Lord, it's not about us. It's about what you want to do through Come us. On. So, Lord, here we are. We're available to you. Yeah. And we yeah. ask you to show us. Yeah. We thank you that you have given us the authority and the power to do what you set before us. Yeah. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And all, by, all God's people said, Amen. 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 And add a hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah. Man, awesome. Man, we love you guys so much. Listen, if you need prayer for anything specific, come and see us. Um, and uh, don't forget, uh, just be in prayer all week. Be, be, be asking the Lord to unveil for what's going to happen on Sunday. If you'll need anything specific, please come and see us. We love you all. God bless you.